Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Hoping all is well with you. I'm doing fine. Had some white tie this morning, so I am feeling great and I'm ready to roll. Had about two and a half grams, so that's a good average dose for me. Today I wanted to dive into this commonly stated fact around Kratom related deaths that between July 2016 and December 2017, of the 27,338 overdose deaths that occurred in that period, um, 152 of these tested positive for Kratom on postmortem toxicology. In other words, Kratom positive. So I've heard this a million times. I'm sure you have too. This is used in a lot of articles and people covering Kratom in any way, shape, or form, usually as a way to point to the fact that Kratom can be dangerous. But sometimes, you know, there'll be somebody talking about Kratom in a positive light and using this as a way to show the little amount of Kratom overdose deaths that can even be pointed to. I wanted to look at the full fact, if you will. So I went to the CDC website and dug out this exact reference because I found this reference in dozens and dozens of articles over the past year, all citing this article. And so going to it, and I will link it in the description as always, here it goes. Let's read the full fact. Data on 27,338 overdose deaths that occurred during July 16 to December, you know, 17. Um, 152 of these descendants, or 0.56%, tested positive for Kratom on postmortem toxicology. Kratom positive. Postmortem toxicology testing protocols were not documented and varied among and within states. Okay, so already let's pause. Every single one of the processes reporting these Kratom-related or Kratom-involved deaths vary depending on the states that they're in, and even within those states. So there's no actual standardized way of going about postmortem toxicology. Fascinating. Then, moving on, it says, Kratom was determined to be a cause of death, i.e. Kratom-involved, by a medical examiner or coroner for 91 of the 152 Kratom-positive descendants, including seven for whom Kratom was the only substance to test positive on postmortem toxicology, although the presence of additional substances cannot be ruled out. Right? You've all heard that one before. So that's that's the other commonly stated fact from this CDC uh, source. It always says, you know, although the presence of additional substances can't be ruled out, which is mm, kind of a big deal. <laughs> But um, let's read past that. Let's see what it says in addition to that. In approximately 80% of Kratom-positive and Kratom-involved deaths in this analysis, the descendants had a history of substance misuse, and approximately 90% had no evidence that they were currently receiving medically supervised treatment for pain. Postmortem toxicology testing detected multiple substances for almost all descendants, Okay, here's where it gets, you know, broken down. Fentanyl and fentanyl analogs were the most frequently identified co-occurring substances, 
any fentanyl was listed as a cause for death for 61% of these kratom-positive descendants and 56% of kratom-involved descendants. Heroin was the second most frequent substance listed as the cause of death, 32.9%, followed by benzos, prescription opioids, and cocaine. So um, I think that those are a little bit more relevant to the overdose, to be honest. <laughs> Let's read the last part. This is the very end, I promise. It says that kratom-positive deaths accounted for less than 1% of all these overdose deaths during that period. It says identification of kratom is method-dependent. Therefore, these data might underestimate the number of kratom-positive deaths, or I might add overestimate, but who knows. Um, although the extent cannot be determined, however, because the records result from jurisdiction-specific postmortem toxicology testing as well as overdose-specific circumstances, it is possible to ascertain that kratom was present primarily in deaths that occurred as a result of overdoses related to substance misuse, and that kratom was most often detected in combination with multiple other substances. So, I have to say, this is just like, the more you read about it, the more it kind of confirms my thoughts, at least. There are other very powerful, strong drugs, substances, involved in pretty much every single one of these deaths, and even the dang CDC can't stand behind their own data without saying there might have been substances in those seven or those two, or depending on where you look, where there's nothing else listed. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating that it, it comes down to these singular people. If you can count on your hands the number of people who may have died with only Kratom in their body, and even that there might have been other substances, just give up. Seriously. Like, you're going to stand on that as a reason to ban something? You could do it with peanuts, right? More people have died from peanuts than, than that. More people have probably died from slipping on a peanut. <laughs> There's an image. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, I would love to know what's the statistic for the, the number of people who have died from slipping on a peanut and hitting their head on the ground too hard. I bet it would rival that of Kratom related deaths. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm really going to get in trouble. I don't know. I just think that sometimes it's it's good to read the data. It's good to look at the site, the, the citations, the sources, the footnotes, the things that aren't fun to look at, because a lot of the time it's going to prove your point. And that's really important in winning an argument because you're not trying to win an argument. You're trying to be right. And if you're right, then you'll win the argument. And what I've been finding is that so far, the way that I've been viewing Kratom, I'm pretty much right. And when I talk to people about it, it's pretty, you know, influential to be able to point to the CDC or the DEA, which are the, you know, they're considered the enemies of Kratom, and to say, well, the DEA turned around and changed their mind. They never schedule one it. And the CDC says themselves that they can only point to seven cases where it might be a player in their death, but they can't even decide if that is the only thing. You know, that's pretty... They're the facts, so I'm happy to point those out. Um, so keep it coming, CDC. Please do, you know, lead the way. <laughs> so anyway, just wanted to, to throw that out there. Remember to always read through things. And remember to do your research. It's important. You never know what you're going to find. 
And who knows? Maybe the research from the opposition's point of view will end up helping you. So there you go. Okay, everybody. That was kind of a little bit of a monotonous CDC website-filled episode, so I do apologize, but I don't know. I just I think that it's helpful once in a while. I find that when you keep saying the same fact over and over again, it can lose its value or it can lose the oomph behind it. You know what I mean? It's good to remember what you're saying, even though you know it's true. So I like to look into things, even if I already know the answers or you know, I've been saying these things for a while or if someone says, oh, the CDC says this, well, you know, check on it. Make sure. Make sure there's nothing more there. So there's a lesson. <laughs> okay, everybody. Um, be back tomorrow. We'll have a bit more fun tomorrow and uh, looking forward to it. Take it easy. Bye-bye.